This is the Gary V Audio Experience. My question is, if somebody who's born into wealth, right? Yep. They live in Silicon Valley, that's cool. Yep. Uh, okay, they need to get a $150,000 license a year. That's not Don't get it twisted, man. Stop your hate real quick. Most people that get money from Silicon Valley don't come from Silicon Valley. So stop it right there. But right. keep going. Right. But, I, but I'm not letting you just cliche it because that's bullshit. It's just not true. Go ahead. How does, how, okay, an entrepreneur like me, what if I wanted to study cannabis? What then move to fucking Denver, bitch. <laughs> Fuck Houston. So why do I have to move to Denver? Like, because that's the current law. <laughs> why do I hate Texas with all my heart? Because I, yeah, stay, I'll tell you exactly right to your face. I hate Texas. I. Listen, I hate Houston more than you fucking hate the system right now because I built a wine business where I shipped wine and this fucking bullshit assassin state took specs money, the politicians, and blocked only one store from shipping to Texas, me, because I was at the top of the heap. I was doing four million in sales here, saving all Texas people money because I was creating competition and the wholesalers, three of them, paid your fucking bullshit ass Houston politicians to block me from shipping here and one day I got a letter and said, you can't ship here anymore. So what am I supposed to do? I can open a store in fucking Texas and throw down, or I can adjust. That's what you have to do. Nobody gives a fuck about your feelings, bro. <laughs> the, the, no, but for real. Like, like and, and, and the reason I'm coming at you like this is I'm pumped for you, you're a kid. Like, don't cry about, here's the biggest problem. Bullshit entrepreneurs cry about the way they want it to be instead of reacting to the way it actually is. So you need to eliminate rich kids because I was born with dick. I lived in a studio apartment with eight family members on the size of this stage and split toilet paper, okay? So there's no excuse that somebody, most people that are born with wealth, bro, they lose because they're soft. So if you're so angry, put it to good energy and go move to Denver or enjoy 19 to 22, chill, then move to Denver or wait for the laws to change. You can't cry about how it is, that's just, Never, ever, ever, ever the right move. Good. I would argue that there was not enough clapping for that part right there and that the, and that the, collective, and that the collective energy of this room is bullshit. Let's step it up. Fuck. That was some real shit. that as an entrepreneur, one of the most important things in the world is to, to learn that no, just let it roll off your back and to move forward because you're gonna get so many no's. I think it's more powerful than the most important thing. I think it's oxygen. I don't think you can be an entrepreneur unless you are incredibly comfortable, have the stomach for a barrage of constant no. I think one of the reasons we've seen this great era of fake entrepreneurship, and that's what I call it. I think we, you know, entrepreneurship got so popular, and I've benefited greatly from that. But my concern and the reason I talk about this a lot is if you were, you know, got so cool, like an athlete or a rapper, that people force themselves to starting companies. And I worry about that. And they don't have the stomach for it. And one, two, three no's uh, affects them personally. They're never gonna make it. And affects them in real ways. Like, you know, all of a sudden you put yourself out there. You know, you've worked in a school system 
that was very protective by nature. That now you're on the record. You're 24, you just graduated from Penn and you're, you're starting this company, everyone's watching. And you kind of know it's not gonna work out. So what do you think most people do in that scenario if they're not comfortable with losing? They start going into excuses. They start going into vices yes. that you know make them escape their truths. Too much of this is bad. And, and I worry about that and so I feel a sense of responsibility. It's a hard line for me because I'm so the other and so I don't want people to think I'm saying I can do it, you can't. Right. I just want, I would love for self-awareness to become a much bigger conversation in society. I think it's incredible to be the number three. Do you know how great it was to be Phil Knight's number three? You made a lot more money than most people's number one. And I think there's a, an incredible amount of people that I've come across over the last decade that were meant to be great number threes and fours who've really put themselves into an unhappy framework trying to be an entrepreneur. So I talk a lot about that story and many other stories, thank you for picking that up, because I want parents that are watching this to allow kids to lose. Like uh, my, my son had a baseball game the other day, playoff game, they lost. He went three for four with two triples. Amazing. Very proud. <laughs> but one of the kids on his team was crying. And, the, and we're very close kind of knit you know, community on this team. And I, and I came over and I whispered to the kid, I'm like, keep crying. It's good to care. Yeah. Cry. Right. And this parent, you know, and, this, and, then, and, and then the parents were like, yeah, yeah, Gary. So, you know, it was really a fun moment. And I just, I think it matters. I think competition is good. Yes. I think losing is good. I think crying after a baseball game is good. And I think we've created it to be bad. Mm-hmm. And I think it's worth the debate. And I think in society, we're blaming a lot of anxiety and unhappiness on social media. Social media is the proxy. What's underneath that is people's inability to have judgment from others. When you're comfortable with losing, you're comfortable with judgment. Can you expect people to work at the same level that you you work at? I'm not even sure if I've met another human being that's willing to work at the level I'm at. So no, and you can never expect your employees to work at the level of the founder because it's your company and it's not theirs and to expect, this is one of my biggest beefs with a lot of my founder friends. They're like, oh, they're not working as hard as me. I'm like, you own 94% of the company. You're, what the fuck's the matter with you? Like, I, I never expect that. Keep going. No, I, just, I was just wondering, as you're building a company, you're yep. surrounding yourself by people, not people just like you, because that would just be weird and fucked up. Yes, <laughs> and since it doesn't, they don't exist. <laughs> Easy. I am worried about surrounding myself with the following. First and foremost, good human beings that understand that emotional intelligence trumps IQ in my building every day of the week. I can teach you the algorithm of the Facebook feed at the current environment. I can teach you why listening and big data can help you on Twitter. I can teach you that you know hashtag culture within Instagram that makes it work. I can teach you to pay attention today to Musical.ly and Anchor and Peach and After School. I can teach you that. I can't teach you to not be a douchebag, you know? And so, first and foremost, it's EQ. Second of all, I one by one, one by one, Ben, Ben Ruby. Emily McDonough, I want Dan Grossman, I one by one these people and try to get to know them and I've spent numerous minutes with these three hours to fundamentally understand what makes them tick. What do they want? I hate when people are like, millennials. There's no fucking millennials. There's no millennials. There's Rick. 
there's Carlos, there's Drew, like there's people. And I have millennials that want to work their fucking faces off just to make another hundred bucks because they love the fucking money, right? And then I have millennials who want to make, you know, the money's fine, but they'll live in a studio with 40 people just so they can go to Coachella and drink $19 green juice, right? (laughs) So, and here's the best part. I don't give a shit. I don't care how you want to live. I definitely don't want people to live the way I do because it's super intense and it's not normal. <laughs> no, 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 listen. I mean, like, the things that I can't control, I don't worry about. If somebody gets scared and quits VaynerMedia, then they weren't able to see past the surface level of this, that, right? So I don't, I'm never scared. I know what my intent is, I know what my skill set is, and so I'm attracting the people that I want to attract, right? And so the people that are leaving, and they've all been here for two, three, four years, they know. We have a pretty amazing track record of who's still here and who's not, and that's building confidence, and that's building scale. And then, because I can't be everywhere, you know, when somebody's crying in the girl's bathroom because this place sucks, because their middle manager isn't doing the right thing, well then Emily hears that, she can interact with that and say, you should go talk to Gary. And like, I'm the head of HR. Like, you know, like, and so I would say that um, that energy thing, I, you know, I'm sure some people have been scared, but I'm a little bit, I'm a little bit, I'm way more energetic on stage and when I'm on than when I'm operating. I'm, it, when you talk to people that have worked with me for three or four years, they say that I'm overly patient. Nobody thinks that about me. <laughs> you don't think that about me if you don't know me, right? Like, I'm, I'm a big time listener. Nobody believes that. I just caught Steph's fa- face my ghostwriter because she's always been fun for me to watch because she knows how my persona is but she knows how we interact. She knows what kind of client I am in a world where she's got plenty of other people she ghostwrites for and I have a funny feeling I'm at the top of her list of likability even though if we named them all it would seem like, oh no, he must be tough or too intense or this, that and the other thing. So I don't worry about things I don't control. I don't expect anybody to be anything other than themselves.